0: Welcome in to another edition of MCM Radio. I am your host, Jimmy Morris. Find me on Twitter at jmorrismcm. Musiccitymiracles.com is the website, at TitansMCM on Twitter. All right, so this is Monday, August 1st. The Titans will be on the field in pads today for the first time. And that's obviously an important period because this is where you get a real look at the offensive and defensive lines. Um, You know, we've heard a lot of good things about Dylan Radins this offseason. He won an offseason award and all that is well and good, but it's really when they put the pads on, that's really be where when you can tell how things are going to go for offensive linemen. So that'll be something interesting to watch uh, over the next couple of days in these periods, and then obviously, you know, when they get the, the practices against the Cardinals later on and the Buccaneers later on, uh, preseason games, all that stuff's going to be important too, but really how you can evaluate an offensive line is in these days. And, you know, right now you have Lawan at left tackle, You have Ben Jones at center. You have Nate Nate Davis at right guard. But, you know, right tackle, I mean, I think Dylan Radins is the leader in the clubhouse, but he still has to win that position. And then you've got the left guard position that is pretty open as well. So um, it'll be good to, to get video of things going in pads, hear pads popping. It's always an exciting time and something that you know you you can you really start to feel football season when that happens um you know not a whole lot of uh, eventful things have happened the Titans were off on Sunday but you know in the last couple of days of practices um seems like the offense is is rolling Ryan Tannehill from all reports has been really good again you know we've talked about how the the Titans need Tannehill to be good this year I understand all the feelings I understand Malik Willis and the the hope that we have there you've seen in some videos of him he's got some things he needs to clean up Still have high hopes for him as the guy eventually. But if the Titans are going to be good this year, they need Ryan Tannehill to be good. And and I think he's locked in. Um, Things seem to be gelling with him, with with Traylon Burks, with Robert Woods. Robert Woods being out there and, and pretty much full go in these practices has been awesome. And that's something, you know, that we didn't get last year um, with Julio Jones, with A.J. Brown even. And and so, you know, the chemistry of, of the offense was, was not probably where they wanted it to be. I don't think it was, you know, just the worst thing ever. But I, I think having those guys out there in these practices and, you know – being able to build when you've got two new receivers, the guys that should be your one and two, and then you, and also you got Austin Hooper and you got Chig, the tight end. I mean, like they're, they're everybody that is, everybody that is going to contribute majorly on offense, with the exception of you know Tannehill and Derrick Henry from skill position, you know standpoint, everybody's new, and so um, good for those guys to get as many reps as they can in these practices, and you know fingers crossed that the people continue to be healthy. The other big thing that happened over the weekend was obviously Debo Samuel got paid. And so, you know, when we went into the offseason, we started these offseason programs, you had kind of the four receivers that had, you know, exceeded their rookie contracts that were not first-round picks, that were kind of tied together on getting contracts. It was A.J. Brown here, obviously, Debo, Samuel, uh, Terry McLaurin, D.K. Metcalf. Those, those were the four guys that everybody was kind of pointing to and seeing what was going to happen. All the other three got paid with their teams. The Titans traded A.J. Brown. And, you know, A.J. tweeted something over the weekend. I think it's funny that he had asked um, Titans fans basically to move on, to leave him alone earlier. And, and now he's circling back and, and talking about how he's the only one of this group that didn't get, paid, didn't get paid by his original team. And he's right. I mean, it certainly is. He's the only one that got traded. The Titans decided to move on from him. Now, was that the right decision? Only time will tell. I mean, we don't know at this point how these things are going to play out. If they get similar production from Traylon Burks on a rookie contract that they would have gotten from A.J. Brown, then the Titans made a smart fiscal decision, right? I mean, I don't think we'll be able to argue that. Is there something to paying in your guy? You know, we talk so much about the Titans struggling to develop receivers. You finally have one. You trade him. I mean, all those things certainly come into play. I'm curious how AJ's knees are going to hold up. You know, he's had a knee problem that's bothered him the last couple of years. I wonder if the Titans were concerned about that and if whether or not it's a degenerative condition. And, again, these are all things that we're just going to have to see how they play out over the, over the coming years. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can't evaluate whether or not the Titans made the right decision right now, right? I mean, uh, when, when we look at what's happened, you know, the other three guys got paid by their teams. That is certainly true. A.J. Brown is certainly worth the money that he got, assuming that his production stays where it has been. As long as he's healthy and on the field, he's going to produce. There's no question about that. But we, don't, we just don't know. We don't know how it's all going to play out. So that'll be something to watch. As this season goes along, and over the next couple of seasons, because again, I don't think you can—I don't think this season is going to definitively give us the answer. Now, the Titans could have forced their, could have forced AJ's hand. They could have, you know, made him come and play on his deal. I mean, that—that that was certainly all in the things that they could have done. They could have franchised him next year. I mean, they—they they could have gotten two more years out of him if they really wanted to play it that way. They chose not to. Um, you know, I, I think it's probably from a morale standpoint and all that stuff, probably better. If you're if that, if that's the road that you're planning on, on going down, if you're not planning on extending him like he wants, it, it's probably better just to go ahead and trade him and all that stuff. But, you know, we'll again, we'll see. And there's been so much talk about that this offseason. Um, and, and just to see those guys all get paid and all that stuff, it, it's interesting. And like I said, we'll just kind of have to watch how it plays out. All right, that'll do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow recapping the things that happened and the padded practice between now and then. You can see miracles.com. At Jay Morris MCM, at Titans MCM. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Just search out Music City Miracles Podcast. You'll find us there. I'll have links on the site and all that stuff. So thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.